0: Casting from the heartland of America in the Hoosier Media Network Studios, the next generation in conservative talk radio. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy
1: Hoosier. Indeed it is. What's up? Welcome into it. It is our number dose of the Voice of Reason's weekend edition. So wonderful to have you with us here for the ride each and every weekend. You're home for the Hoosier Hoosierholics. You're home for common sense, reason, and rationale. You're home for... Liberty and freedom and patriotism and the most patriotic radio show on, well, radio. It's what we do, broadcasting out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, in the Hoosier Media Network studio. So great to have you with us. You can find us all over our social media at Hoosier Reason, H-O-O-S-E-R Reason, and our website at HoosierReason.com. Bottom of the hour, we have Tim Rivers coming on the program. He is the author of the book, The American Gulag Chronicles. As we talk about, uh, he's got a couple different parts. Part one, letters from prison. Part two, I believe, is coming out as well. Art of confinement with more coming right around the corner as he talks about a few different issues. But we're going to recap the New Hampshire primaries that happened this past week and what the state of the Republican Party looks like for election season moving forward. So we'll have all that here right around the corner. But we had a great conversation last hour. We talked with Christina Bob, the attorney for Donald Trump and author of her book as well. I have a question, though, because I'm starting to realize something, and this may be, I, I touched on it briefly during my weekday program, but it's something I like to talk about, obviously being part of the millennial generation, and I apologize for my generation every day. I'm sorry. For those of you that are older, I'm sorry. Now, it's not all all, far, uh, all, all our fault, if I can talk today, good golly. Uh, it's A lot of it is your fault as well, older generation. Thanks for setting us up for failure, bunch of jerks. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But the millennials have some major issues. Gen Z definitely has some major issues thereafter as well. But we have to find a way to reach them. We have to find a way to expand the Republican base. There are ongoing right now as we speak, all this weekend and over the next few weeks, there are the state Republican conventions at these statewide levels all over the country, wherever, fill in the blank, wherever you may be listening to this program. Which means your state delegates and alternative delegates, I'm an alternative delegate for the state of Kansas, although I did not go to our Primary, our Republican convention this uh, this year, and I'm kind of glad. Like, a lot of people didn't want to go this year because it's painful. I was actually just texting somebody during the program saying, hey, how's it going? They're like, yeah, it's painful. We're leaving soon. And it's because there is a an attempted takeover of the Republican Party. Instead of finding ways to expand the voter base, expand the Republican agenda, having proper messaging, I always tell you there are two ways to be successful in politics. One's a lot of money. Number two is by having a good message, by a good PR team. And Republicans continue, for whatever reason, to struggle with messaging. We're the side of the aisle that has talk radio and podcasting, for crying out loud. We have people that literally talk about our agenda. We talk about the issues day in and day out, hours on end. If you're conservative and you're listening to this program, more than likely you listen to other talk radio programs as well. And if you do, that's awesome. And I thank you. I can't thank you enough for spending a little bit of that time to check out this show as well. But we're the side that should have the best messaging out there on how to become a conservative, how to understand conservative values and principles, and how to live our life with the American dream in mind by fighting for limited government constitutional principles, capitalism, so on and so forth. And we can go down that road and we can talk about the founding fathers and we can talk about the writing of the Constitution. We can talk about all that. But at the end of the day, how many of those really, uh, the young generation especially, how many of them are really in tune with that mindset? How many are in tune with that type of messaging? In fact, they're kind of on the opposite end. We hear from the public education system that the founding fathers were evil, that the Constitution's not a living document, or that it is a living document, or needs to be a living document, so we just need to tear it up and try something different. We hear about how it's run by a bunch of rich white guys. We hear about all the negativity Republicans and conservatives have to find a way to kind of message a little bit better to different demographics. Now, we could look at whatever demographic you want to. We could look at the Hispanic demographic. Andy, you're never going to win them over. Really? Because they're kind of upset with things going on at the border right now. They left their area, whether it was Mexico, Central America, wherever it was, to get away from cartels. And what are we doing? We're allowing cartels to come into the country. The African-American vote, while still always votes predominantly Democrats. Why? I don't know. That's our messaging problem that we have to fix right now. But they predominantly vote Democrat. They're starting to get a little bit frustrated. Why? Because the glass ceiling has been put on them by the government with social programs in inner cities to not allow individuals to succeed. While 80 to 90 percent of public education funding goes towards those districts, the education rates still suck. The spending's terrible. And yet we don't have graduation rates. We don't have success rates. We still have them reading at like a fourth or fifth or sixth grade level education, not setting individuals up. And I'm not just talking about the black community. Anybody that's really in inner city communities, that's what your graduation rates look like. That's what your quality of education looks like. And it's kind of pathetic. Then let's look at the younger generation. And while I'm a millennial, I'm on the later end. I don't know where I'm at in the millennial generation. I don't know. I'm 35. Doesn't really matter. We have millennials. We have Gen Z. We have two generations that are difficult to pander to or difficult to try and win over and understand what conservative values actually are. And we have to widen that base just a little bit. And we have to find ways to appeal to them, which is why if you watch this program, if you listen to this program, it is a little bit different. We do things a little bit unconventional on this show, and I'm very proud of that. And if you watch the video, you can see I don't look like the typical conservative talk radio host. In fact, when I go to political events and I emcee a lot of events in Kansas and I host a lot of events in Kansas and I moderate debates a lot of times here in Kansas. And I'm a campaign manager for two state representatives in Kansas on the Republican side. But so I people around here where my home base is kind of know me. But when I show up and people don't know me, they look at me strange like, are you really? Who is This guy. Are you really where you're supposed to be? Do you know where you are right now, sir? And that's okay. And I've said many times before that it's because we have to reach out to a crowd that normally doesn't associate with Republicanism and explain to them with messaging what it's all about. Have you seen, now Chad, come on the ear here for a minute. Have you heard, I'm sure that this is totally your favorite kind of music and you've listened to this nonstop. Have you heard the new Tom McDonald song with Ben Shapiro? I have not. But, not. Uh, but I hear it's very interesting. Okay, so I will preface this by telling you that I am not a fan of rap. I do not listen to rap. I, I find rap extremely. Personally, I, I'm not a fan. I can take it in small quantities, but I, I can't do it. I can't do it. There is a rift between rockers and metalheads and rappers, and I am on the rocker metalhead side of things, so I have a hard time listening to rap. So I'm just going to put that out there. And I, I can imagine, I don't know how old you are, Chad, but I'm assuming that the older generations that are predominantly talk radio listeners don't listen to a lot of rap. Can I make that assumption? Is that, is that a general assumption there? You are very correct. I'll be 50 in May and I do not listen to rap. You do not listen to rap. Okay, so, however, there are some good ones out there. And I got to give a shout out to Tom McDonald. For those that don't know who Tom McDonald is, he is an independent rapper. He's not on a label. And he spouts out some really great... Messages from the conservative end. He was big on supporting Donald Trump. He got a shout out from Donald Trump a couple of times. He's been on different interviews. I think he interviewed with Alex Jones a couple times, with Ben Shapiro a few times. And he his his message is great. Not even Republican, just anti-establishment, anti-big government, anti-wokeness, calling out the shenanigans. There's a new song that's out called Facts. And it's a Tom McDonald rap song. I'll play a bit of it here in a moment. So prepare your ears for a second. But the odd part is that, that Ben Shapiro's in it. Now, I Ben Shapiro's okay. I'm not the biggest fan of Ben Shapiro. And if you think I talk fast on the radio, then you can listen to Ben Shapiro because he talks a lot faster than what I do. This song is called Facts with Tom McDonald.
0: They call me offensive, controversial There's only two genders, boys and girls They can't cancel my message Cause I'm the biggest independent rapper in the whole friggin' world they Claim that I'm racist, Yeah, alright right I'm not ashamed because I'm white If every Caucasian's a bigot, I guess every Muslim's a terrorist Every liberal is right I don't wanna talk to folks who don't get it Go woke, go broke, no hope It's pathetic, pro-choice pronouns, pro-love, your progresses. But well, you ain't pro-gun, no wonder pro Where's the American flag at? Remember when people would hang those They've been taken down, they've all been replaced With BLM flags or a rainbow This ain't rap, this ain't money, cars and
1: clothes we ain't
0: selling drugs we ain't gonna
1: overdose okay all right all right you get the message right all right so just that little brief piece chad what do you think of that would you listen to something like that no no okay but you like the message though right i do
0: like the message i, I think that's i think that's kind of what we're trying to tell everybody
1: that uh have gone woke yeah what i love about this and uh, what, I, what I love about not only Tom McDonald, because I enjoy his music, even though no I don't care for rap a whole lot, I enjoy his message because I don't know if you watch this on YouTube or if you enjoy this, I get sucked into it because being a metalhead and a rocker, my music is kind of uh, shocking off for individuals. So on YouTube, there's an entire category on YouTube of YouTube reactors where they're opera singers, they're rappers, they're people, uh, producers, music producers who listen to different types of music and react to them and kind of break down the music. I enjoy them because my music that I listen to is kind of a shock and awe factor for them, and they don't quite understand mine. So they look at it, and they're like, whoa, what is that? And then they kind of break it down because mine is kind of like a Kazoon type. That's what I listen to. All right. Would you listen to that, Chad? I might. Maybe. Maybe. I had to think about it. Oh, hey. All right. Peeking some interest there. Bringing you to the dog side. All right. So, yeah. All right. And again, we have to appeal. Andy, where are you going with this? We have to appeal to these crowds because guess what? There is a massive community that's listening to Tom McDonald who are in the rap community who usually only listen to the stuff with the negative things about, you know, the, the hookers and being in jail and doing all this, all this horrible stuff, which is what a lot of the rap industry is about. Then they per- turn on Tom McDonald and they realize, oh, hey, there's a different message of this white guy talking about the woke issues, talking about racism, talking about these important issues. This is necessary. This is vital for the conservative movement to stay alive moving forward when the older generations disappear, unfortunately. The metal scene. How many How many times, a show of hands of you, and Chad, I want your thoughts on this as well. When you see someone maybe at a tattoo parlor with the massive gauge earrings and their entire face or entire neck covered with a tattoo, do, how often do you look at them and say, wow, they're probably a conservative individual? Do you think they're conservative? Uh,
0: it's hard to say. It, you know, I look at them, and, I, and my first thought is, why?
1: Why? <laughs> That's <laughs> usually the first reaction. Usually the first reaction. But you know what they're doing. They're expressing themselves yeah, as an individual. Yeah. And the vast majority of them are saying, I'm here to enjoy my life. I'm going to express myself at an individual level. And I don't want the government to tell me what to do. Leave me alone. Let me do my thing. And just let me live my life. And that is an overall very conservative mindset. Now, we may disagree maybe on some social issues or some minor little things here and there. But as a business owner, as maybe a tattoo shop, as someone who wants to express themselves and express their identity, and as someone who just wants to be left alone, that's a very conservative message. Why are we not working hard to bring them into the party? I don't understand that. I don't understand why we we shun them because they don't have the right appeal. And in fact, those that listen to rock and metal like I do, the vast majority of metal songs, what's it about? It's about fighting against the machine. It's about fighting against the system. There's literally a band called Rage Against the Machine fighting against the system. Now, ironically, the lead singer of that band is now a writer for like the New York Times or something. So they've kind of sold out into the machine. But the entire purpose of the music is to stick it to the establishment to say we're going to fight against the system the punk rockers, the metal rockers all of those, they're out there saying we want something different we're not going to live our life like everybody else we don't want the conformity we want the individualism and that is a very conservative message where's the outreach to these communities I'm here to tell you that's what we do right here on The Voice of Reason lots more coming up, stay here this
0: is the voice of reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy's latest product. Tired of faking your political identity? Stressed out from playing both sides of the aisle and appeasing special interests? It's time to try RhinoVape. Clear your mind and your conscience with RhinoVape by shedding the false code of Republicanism and come to terms with your true feelings.
2: I was a Republican for years, but I hate Trump. I hate lower taxes, and I hate traditional values. After I took a hit on my RhinoVape, I realized I'm not a Republican at all. I finally feel comfortable in my political coat, and I can stop lying to my constituents. Thank you, Rhino Vape. You helped me clear the fog from my mind. Now I can fight for what I truly believe in, taking away your rights.
0: Just inhale the Rhino Vape from the back end of your donkey-shaped vaping tool and let the world change before your eyes. Now available in multiple flavors. Try the all-new I Hate My Current Gender berry. Or the cookies and I Love Collecting Metadata cream. And we can't forget the Rocky Road to America's Border. Or our most popular bubblegum-flavored closet-case liberal cotton candy.
1: Rhino Vape. Side effects may include delusions of efficient government programs, economic growth through taxation, and long-term envy of people who are more successful than you. Smugness may increase with long-term use of rhinovape. not a substitute for real values or political platforms. Keep out of reach of children. Do not take Rhino Vape if you're pregnant and you actually care about your child rhino vape the help
0: you need to accept the liberal mindset into your heart your head and your political affiliation
2: find more products from the voice of reason online at com. it's your patriot on
0: the prairie This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hooger.
1: Yes, indeed. Welcome back into it. It is the oddest, strangest, most obscure, most wild conservative talk radio show on the radio waves all over the country as we continue to grow, representing that millennial generation, expanding our reach and reaching new crowds. I always say there's two agendas that I have for this program, trying to hold on to the traditional conservative voter base while reaching out to the new ones. And, oh, by the way, trying to win back over those libertarians. Come back to our side. Come back. Help us fight this battle. We feel so alone among the Republican Party. Getting out the establishment. We need your help, Libertarians. Which, by the way, okay, that song with Tom McDonald, the rap song with Ben Shapiro, I didn't even play the Ben Shapiro part. I'll do that in a second. They are, as of this weekend, they've hit number one on the iTunes charts. Like beating Justin Timberlake, beating all the other rappers out there, beating all the other songs that are coming out. Tom McDonald, Ben Shapiro. Number one on the charts, Chad, jump back on here for just a moment. Tell me what that signifies with a message like what Tom McDonald has and someone like Ben Shapiro on there hitting the charts, the daily charts on iTunes for like three, four days in a row now dominating. Do you think that it's reaching out to people and actually getting this message out to what we're all about and maybe winning some new people over about what conservatism is?
0: I think it's not only doing that. I think it's also waking up America as to who is supporting who.
1: I agree. I agree. This is, while it seems different, while it's not the typical guy in a suit, standing prim and proper, you know, doing, doing the traditional thing, this is how we win the next generation over. I just saw a stat, actually, uh, at the top of the hour break, I saw a stat from, I believe, Newsmax or Breitbart that 30% of Gen X, 30, or I'm sorry, Gen Z, Gen Z, 30% of Gen Z identifies as the LGBTQ community. 30% in some way. Now, I think that they're still young and they're going to grow into it and realize how dumb that they were. Kind of like when you have a really dumb haircut in college or in uh, middle school and high school. You thought it was cool at the time. And Remember those? Everybody has one. Think about it. Put it in your brain for just a moment. What really dumb haircut did you have back in the day? I may say that I have a really dumb haircut right now. I don't really care. I'm going to enjoy it while it lasts. And then when I change my mind, they'll be like, well, that was really stupid. But nonetheless, I'm glad that I did it. And everybody has those moments, right? As a kid, I had the, do you remember what the pineapple cut was? <laughs> I feel really embarrassed saying this on the air because this was the dumbest haircut in the entire world. But early 90s, as a kid, the pineapple haircut was the thing. And I had one and it was the dumb, I feel so embarrassed saying this on the radio right now for the public to know. Uh, the if you, don't, <laughs> if you don't know what the pineapple was, it was a buzz cut, but the bangs were long. So it was all buzz except for the bangs in the front. The dumbest thing I have ever done in my entire life. I can't believe I just said that on the radio, but you know what? Enjoy it. Embrace it. We have to enjoy these moments. And you know what? We have to reach out to the young generation. And while they may be going through their identity crisis as part of the LGBTQ thing, we have to embrace and we have to not embrace the mindset, but make them realize that it's cool to be a conservative. It's okay. It's okay. It's not just for the grandparents to believe in, that we can actually fight for what we value, and it's okay to walk away from the quote-unquote fad of being part of this movement. Ben Shapiro, by the way, I have to admit, probably not the best rapper either.
0: Let's look at the stats. I've got the facts. My money like this, and my pockets are fat. Homie, yeah, epic. Don't be a whap. Doggy, see, you a yamatha, homie. No cap. Look at the graphs. Look at my charts. You're blowing money on strippers and cars. You go into prison. I'm on television, dogs. No one knows who you are. You're hating on me on the internet. My comment section sure you know, all well, won't And I make raps off compound interest. Y'all live with your parents. Nikki, take some notes. I just did this for fun. All my people download
1: this. Let's get a billboard number one. Yeah. Me 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 me, 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 me. me, me. <laughs> It's a good message. Good, cool. well done. I mean, well done, Ben Shapiro. I love Tom McDonald. Well done on that. But Ben Shapiro was very monotone in that, and he actually talks faster on this radio program than what he did as an actual rapper, which kind of surprises me. So. Uh, Very interesting stuff. There it is. They're on number one. Congratulations. Number one on the iTunes billboards right now. That means the message is getting out there. We have the ability to win over the next generation through proper messaging, through understanding what conservatism is, and through making it in a message where new people can reach it. Reaching out. That's what it's all about. Lots more to get to. Tim Rivers right around the corner. Stay here. This is The Voice of
0: Reason with Andy Hoosier. and Meets Radio. This is The Voice of Reason
1: with Andy Hoosier. To have you with us, oh, how the time flies right on by. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that five pound bag, trying to rebrand the millennial generation one radio listener at a time, all over with multiple radio stations. We are all over the country right now. More stations jumping on board soon. We'll have more information on that. Also, uh, TV, live streaming, podcasting, however you watch or listen. You can find our podcast at The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. On any of your podcasting sites, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, music, doesn't really matter. We're all there. You can always find it. Also, the links are on the website at Hoosierreason.com I want to tell you about my friends here as well, about Americans for Prosperity. We are going into a major election year, and you can be part of it. If you're not a precinct person, if you're not part of the Republican Party, or at least an active one, like a delegate or an alternate delegate, you can still be part of it. And Americans for Prosperity are the ones to help you with it. Go to prosperityispossible.com. The American dream's not dead. Now, inflation may be at 20% compared, uh, compared to what it was three years ago when Joe Biden first got into office. So, uh, and again, I, I always ask, show of hands, how many people have seen a 20% raise to compensate for that inflation in, in the three-year period? Not very many, I'm assuming. But the American dream is still alive. Go to prosperityispossible.com, type in your email, and poof, that's all you got to do. Type in your email. They will send you information on how you can partake, whether it's just getting the information, whether you want to start making phone calls, knocking on doors, walking around and supporting. They are the largest grassroots organization in the entire nation, and they're here to help try and bring that American dream back alive again. Prosperityispossible.com. Prosperityispossible.com. Go check them out. A hat tip to Americans for Prosperity partnering with us here on the radio program. Speaking of trying to appeal to the younger generations, whether it's music, whether it's culture, whatever it is, we have an opportunity, not only with the young generation, but with the demographics. I mentioned the Hispanic communities or the African-American communities or whatever it may be. We have the opportunity to bring them over to the conservative side with the proper messaging. The problem is, is that there is a movement among many state Republican parties right now that want to shun a lot of them. Uh, Here in Kansas, I'm just going to throw that out, and as an example, there is a state GOP convention going on right now as we speak this weekend, and me being an alternative delegate, I'm not there, and I'm glad that I'm not because of the stupid that's going on right now. But they're trying to boot the minority groups, for example, the Republican Women United, or the Black Caucus, or the Hispanic Caucus, among the Republican Party, the Republican the black Republican group or whatever they call themselves or the black or the Hispanic Republican group, whatever they call themselves, the state GOP is working to boot them off of executive committees at the state level. Now I don't know about you, but if you're trying to win over those demographics in certain communities around the state, you think you'd want those individuals on the committee to be able to talk about the best ways to reach That specific community. (laughs) I don't know. That's a wild concept, but that's what we're up against right now. There's a weirdness going on in the GOP, and I'm hoping that we can get it on track by election season and that we can put a damper out to some of this stuff. Uh, But moving forward, looking at the Republican Party, looking at the leadership that we have for the Republican Party, like, I don't know, Donald Trump, for example, what are we looking at? And are we going to see unity across the nation under this moving forward with a potential rematch of Donald Trump? and Joe Biden in the general election. We do that with our next guest on the program. Let's go to the Hoosier Media Hotline. Really happy to have back on the program, and I think the first time for the weekend syndicated show as well. He is the author of uh, The American Gulag Chronicles, Part 1, The Letters from Prison, and Part 2 that's recently been released as well, The American Gulag Chronicles as well, uh, with Part 2, The Art of Confinement. Happy to have on the program here Mr. Tim Rivers. Tim, how are you, my friend?
2: Hey, thanks for having me on. I'm doing great. I'm doing okay. Uh, not as good yeah. as the so.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's a lot going on. Happy New Year to you. I tell you, there is, you've been following this January 6th issue a long time, which is where you came out with these chronicles and, and some of these letters from prison. It sounds like we're starting to get a little bit of movement on this issue, are we not?
2: It does feel like we're getting a little traction. If nothing else, after uh, almost three years, Oh, you're finally getting the truth out there. Things like the, you know, these books, these letters from these people, which are first-person testimonies, and really the recent documentary, the uh, J6, the real timeline. It kind of takes you through the day, and with all the parallel scenes happening, and right in the right chronology, you finally get to see the puzzle all put together again. Um, I, I think that is having a big effect now. You know, do we do we win with that? I don't know. I think that's the beginning of the fight. That's the beginning of the win. Uh, Just exposing that. And and now we have to figure out how do you get the Justice Department to take that into account and treat people fairly.
1: That's what it's all about. Between the letters that you have here that you've been releasing, between the 40,000 hours of video that's been released that the media did not want to get out there, and then, of course, the lawsuits that Donald Trump's going under right now, which we'll get to in just a moment. Like you said, this is the beginning of the fight because now that the information's out there, We're in the information wave to where all the stuff hits us at once, and now we have to figure out how to decipher it and put it into context, which is, I think, kind of what we're beginning to be in, right? Phase two of the let's start putting this into context and understanding how important this information is when it comes to our view of what actually happened on January 6th.
2: Absolutely. And the problem is we really still haven't seen it. I mean, the released videos are literally .0, I think it's .002% of the 40,000 hours, and people don't really understand how much work would go into this. If, if I sat down and I watched videos for, let's say, 10 hours a day for five days a week, and I did it for 52 weeks of the year, I've still only seen a little over 2,000 hours of video. I mean, you yeah. could be looking at, you know, if you don't release this to the American public, it could be decades before all of it has been seen. But what is being seen, oh my gosh, yeah, that's rocking the world.
1: The biggest issue that I think has been on the minds, at least for conservatives, for Republicans, for a lot in the quote-unquote MAGA movement has been ending a lot of the corruption. And we're very concerned about what potentially happened on January 6th with some of the uh, talking heads, let's just say, out in the crowd that were encouraging individuals to raid the Capitol. Then we hear about many of the Republican Party in Congress that may or may not been been in part of this, along with many in the Democrat Party as well. We hear about what just happened with Carrie Lake this last week, where the state GOP chairman ended up resigning in Arizona because of trying to buy her off because they did not want her to run for the Senate. It seems like right now there is the quote-unquote awakening, not to use the woke term, but an awakening of... We don't trust government, we don't trust politicians, and we don't trust those that are in leadership positions because most of the things angering us and getting us fired up right now seem to be somewhat staged.
2: You're absolutely right, but, you know, who do we blame that on, Andy? I'm Okay, so I'm a senior, right? I'm well past Social Security age, I'll tell you that much. And I have to look back at my life and go, you know, the last couple of decades I've kind of been like sitting on my butt watching this happen yeah, I've been making a lot of commentary. I might show up on a street corner about COVID. But what did we really do as, as Americans, all of us? I'm not just me. What did we really do when we saw corruption taking root? I mean, did we did we actively get out there and call our congressmen? Did we drop down to their office? Did we send them letters? Did we show up, oh, for God's sake, show up at the Capitol and ask for a tour? I mean, what what did we really do? So we have to kind of accept the blame. And when you break something, you have to fix it. And that's kind of why so many people that that I'm I'm honored to call friends, and they're just they're national treasures because they're true patriots. They ask for nothing in return, and they give everything they have to try and fight this injustice and save these families. and um, And you'll read about them in th- these books. Oh my gosh, these books are just they're history. They they're literally history. And um, yeah. and I think America needs to needs to hear history. And, of course, if you buy one of these books, all that money goes to help them and their families. None of it. There's no profit line on this. So all these books are, are meant to benefit and, and care for these people until we get them through this. Um, yeah, so
1: that, I love it,
2: that.
1: A, yeah, I love that. We're talking with Tim Rivers. He is author of uh, the book. So you can find his website, by the way, at j6patriotnews.com, and you can find all this information. Tim, do we know? how to truly fight and make some of these changes. I mean, back in the day when taxes went up by 2%, we did the Boston tea party and threw a whole bunch of tea into the river. And I'm not advocating for that in any way, shape or form, but I am saying that right now we see tax increases left and right. We see regulations that are completely overbearing us and drowning us to where I I still ask the simple question on the show of one thing that we're allowed to do on the, in, in our daily lives that doesn't include some type of, Uh, fee or some type of application or some type of licensing or some types of tax or regulation to allow us to do it that we've become so complacent we just kind of let it happen to us, don't we?
2: We have, and the bureaucracy have taken hold. I mean, if it's got three letters, it costs money. And um, (laughs) the, the issue that we're going on right now is because they cost money because so much money flows through these bureaucracies that they become hotbeds of corruption. And then when you look at these, like I just recently heard Obviously, I'm very interested in what happens to the Bureau of Prisons because I talk to these men uh, back and forth on phone text messages letters and and I hear the atrocities that happen in these prisons and so I listen to the Director of the Bureau of Prisons she's a sinecure position she's never had any background in corrections or anything of that nature. she's just uh, you know the right the right uh, personage of the the right pronoun for the job um yeah. and this is what happened to us we we've, we've allowed uh, mismanagement of these bureaucracies to result in just bleeding us dry. And and I feel that. I just went and paid my taxes for my property, which I own outright. And for 35 years, I must pay for the privilege of living on it. Um, and so th- some of these things seem um, huge overreach of government. 1984, Orwell's screaming nailed it. Um, and we have to do something about it. This generation and maybe even the one right behind us has to do something. 2024 is our seminal year or we can see the
1: death of the Republic. Yeah. uh, We always talk about how every election is the most important election of our lifetime. And I know that that sometimes waters down the value, but it is true. Every single election is the most important. And this is the make or break moment. I mean, you're right. We're allowing them to continue to do what they do. We just become complacent and we're either going to go off that uh, road and allow them to just have complete control or, we're going to do something about it. And when we have those that are heads of these agencies and departments that have zero experience, hey, Pete Buttigieg, I know you're a mayor of a small city. You want to run the Department of Transportation? Sure. Yeah, now we see how many train derailments. We see uh, uh, we see doors being blown off of airplanes all over the place. It's absolutely absurd. Tim, hang on the line. I want to continue this conversation when we come back around the corner and what we can actually do to make these changes and how we can see the Republican Party moving forward with a Donald Trump um, default nominee coming up right around the corner. This is The Voice of Reason's Weekend Edition. Stay here.
0: This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. America's safe space for common sense this is the voice of reason with Andy Hoosier
1: yes indeed it is common sense rationale reason that's what we do here on the program hold on I gotta get a gotta get a drink today. oh it didn't happen during this program I had a weekday program about a week ago I had a candle in the studio because I enjoy you know the ambiance the relaxingness of having a candle in the studio it got towards the end of this Chad you'll enjoy, you'll enjoy this as well I had a candle and it was right towards the end but I had let it burn for the last few hours so it was all uh, wet wax at the bottom. And instead of just staying on the wick, it actually lit all of the wax at the bottom on fire. And then my glass shattered literally a minute. It's my intro starting on the radio program. It just shattered all over the studio. And uh, yeah, definitely took me by surprise. Then it was like on fire and the desk almost caught on fire. So, you know, burning down one radio studio, studio at a time. Why the heck not? Welcome back into it. Got the last couple minutes here with uh, Tim Rivers you can find him online at j6patriotnews.com he is author of the book the american gulag chronicles part 1 and 2 letters from prison and the art of confinement uh, Tim let's talk about for the last few minutes here let's talk about Donald Trump obviously battling a lot of legal issues himself right now but it seems like whether it's those that are still in jail from the J6 issue whether it's the uh, cases against Donald Trump for leading the quote unquote insurrection in January 6th, all of these ways that they're desperate to remove him off the ballot for the election isn't working. And in fact, every time they start another lawsuit against him, it only emboldens his his followers and his supporters within the Republican Party, which is why he's dominated Iowa. He's dominated New Hampshire. He's already leading in the polls big time in South Carolina. Is this election over? And is there anything that the Democrats could do that would tear away his voters from supporting him?
2: I don't think you could tear the voters away. I think you could still steal the election, as you've done before, You could come up with our disease X and, you know, mandate mail-in ballots and do it like you did before, or uh, even worse, you know, try to derail the direction. I've heard conversations in the background with some people that were whispering War Powers Act. What? No way. Um, and so there's a number of things that they could do to derail this. But if you're talking about will voters abandon Donald Trump? Absolutely not. Why? Well, we're on a sinking ship, and he's the only guy who knows which way land is. And so um, just like all these people keep telling me, one of the guys here in prison here in my state, Kyle Simon, super nice guy. You'll see his work, his letters, and his art in both of these books. He keeps telling me, man, don't give up the ship, Tim. It's a long swim to shore.
1: Yeah, that is very true. We have a long way to go here and he is leading that charge. Your thoughts on, uh, I know he dropped out now and he endorsed Donald Trump. He's been on the campaign trail, but there was only one other guy that I knew of that was calling out the establishment as harshly as Donald Trump, and that was Vivek. Are we going to see more of those candidates like a Vivek, like the younger generation coming out and uh, trying to carry that mantle, carrying that torch that Donald Trump started by overturning the tables, exposing the deep state, exposing the politician, and wanting to make that change, are we going to see more leaders rise up like that? Do you think?
2: Oh, absolutely! Look at you know you got January six prisoners who've been running for Congress, or some of them are still under indictment. They're you've yeah. awakened the beast. You're not going to be able to put this thing back to sleep uh, because those who those who come out of their dens, these lions, are not likely to go back in until they've found meat. And uh, the truth of the matter is, we we just cannot. We can't tolerate another four years. I, I don't think we could survive another four years as a nation. Well, we've lost our borders. We've lost our sovereignty. We've lost control of our justice. Um, we're in dire need. And so, yeah, I, I pray that this next generation, more people like Vivek come up with that kind of fire, with that that fire in the belly for freedom, for liberty, for the things that our country stands for, because I don't see that in in, in many of the people that are standing up on the left. I see I see more of the same and it scares the heck out of
1: me. Yeah, well, I think the line's being drawn in the sand. I'm watching video that's happening this weekend with many of the truckers going down to the border and trying to do their own blockade because of the federal agents trying to tear down these wire, the National Guard going down there. This is the stand with 25 states now coming out in support of Texas. With this, Tim, we got about 30 seconds here, but this seems like this is the line finally drawn in the sand saying that we're not going to take this anymore.
2: That's it. It's time to get involved. You can't, you can't don't, what well, was uh, Jeremy Brown says, don't do nothing, folks. Don't do nothing, because this is the time to stand and deliver, or we'll lose the nation. Yeah, stand and deliver. Like you
1: said, don't do it. Yeah, you're right. No, I I absolutely appreciate that. It's Tim Rivers, author of the uh, books, American Gulag Chronicles, Part 1 and 2. You can find them online at j6patriotnews.com. Tim, we appreciate that. Keep up the fight, my friend. This is extremely important, and we appreciate that. Don't do anything stupid, and that's what they're going to try to entice us to do, just like what we saw in J6, trying to encourage you to break the law, to get you in trouble, to make you look bad. Don't do it! Stay within the confines of the law, but make that stand very bold, very strong, and you can be that catalyst for change. As we say every time on the program here, be that catalyst for change. Be that voice of reason in your own community. Stand up and make something happen. It's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. Tim, we appreciate that very much. We'll do it again next week. And until then, everybody have a great week. We're back on the radio for your weekend edition. I'm Andy Hoosier. This is The Voice of Reason. We'll see you on the radio.